Cast. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Welcome into Missing the Point. I'm Michael Marcangelo, joined alongside by my guy, Hollywood Rayshon Buchanan. And on this glorious day, we are talking about another ass whooping that the Patriots suffered at the hands, this time against of the New Orleans Saints, 34 to nothing. Uh, this game, there was absolutely nothing positive to talk about. Um, and so I think you're listening to the right show because we're not going to talk about anything positive. But before we get into it, Ray, you were right. I was wrong. Yeah. You were right. <laughs> I, I, also, it, it wasn't, and I, and I know those that listened to it last week and I got texted off the week like, man, you know, I've never seen you. Like, you know, you've had your negative moments, man. But like, this was, this is next level. And I'm like, listen, give, I'm like, I'm like, give, give it time. I said, I said, I said, I, mean, I said, I watch this game just as much as anybody else. Like, I, you, you, I've seen it coming. And once again, it, it's, it's too bad that we didn't get the clip up, but that's fine. Like, I, I said, I was like, okay, I think the week before they were score nine against Tampa Bay, and they had lost twenty six to nine. I said, don't worry, Mike. <laughs> they're going to, they're going to give us thirty. <laughs> you like, you don't believe, you don't believe that. Yeah, I do because that's how bad this team is. No, no what happened exactly was, what... <laughs> no, what, what happened was, I said, oh, the Patriots. You went thirty. <laughs> yeah, thirty. Yeah, 30. <laughs> you were so insulted by it. Yeah, I, I, I said, they're, they're def- yeah, they're going, they're going to score thirty. And once again, I, I, I thought they were going to get to forty. I mean, once again, um. It, it it was it was beautiful to see. I said we'll get into why it was beautiful to see later on, but man, I, I was I said wow. I said this this team really. We we thought thirty to three was bad. I said but to not even score. I said ooh, at, at the crib too, not on the road, but at the crib you come back supposed to be a bounce back game. We're on to New Orleans, and and you do nothing. So tough scene, baby. Real tough scene. Let's set the scene for everybody out there. The, over the last, mm. over the course of the last two games, the Patriots have been outscored seventy-two to three. Uh, as it as it currently uh, stands uh, in this game on Sunday, they had they had one possession in Saints territory mm. on the season. On the season, the Patriots have had one offensive possession inside the opponent's ten-yard line. They have scored ten touchdowns <laughs> in in uh, in. Five games. So, actually, you know what? I I think I think I'm crediting them too much. Is that right? Yeah, that is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, so they they have five receiving touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. No, I'm sorry. They have six touchdowns in five games and four field goals. Oh my! <laughs> oh, oh my! Oh my! Oh. So, again, we can talk a little oh, bit about God. the about the actual game uh, on Sunday. Uh, Derek Carr and the New Orleans Saints. Listen, they struggled in the first quarter, and it wasn't because of our defense. They just the Saints were were not were not firing on offense. But you right. said it a couple of weeks ago, and I think you're right. Uh, you know, now I'm hearing it more on a national level, so I don't know who you talk to or who listens to us, but we appreciate it. Uh, mm-hmm. The Patriots, the Patriots are a get right team. Yep, <clears throat> you play us to figure your shit out, and. Yep. And oh, oh boy, did they, right? I mean, Michael yep. Thomas had a good game. Uh, Kendra Miller. A I, no one even knows who Kendra Miller is. But th- if there's a team that you that you're going to introduce him against, it's going to be it's going to be the Patriots. It's so bad. It's so bad. Like, 
I I got like listen, I teach high school, man. I, I got a couple of high schoolers right now. So hey, what up, Jelani? You made the show. Congrats, brother. Like Jelani's six three. Mm, probably he'll, he'll probably laugh at this if he hears this, but he's probably one sixty on on a on a good day right now. Jelani right now <laughs> three catches for like thirty five oh, yeah. yards against the Patriots. I was, I was right just about now. to say, just about to say, we, we we couldn't cover him. Yeah, I mean, at all. I had the, I, I had the privilege of being in attendance for the LSU versus Mizzou game out in uh, nice. Columbia, Missouri this weekend, right? And as I was watching. The, uh, the talent in, in the SEC, I said to myself, I truly don't think the Patriots could beat LSU or Mizzou. I don't think they could do it. It's Well, it's, I mean, Mizzou's a, Mizzou's a little bit below. I, I would say the LSU's, Alabama's. They're 5-1. Five, they're 5-1 five and one. They're five and one in the SEC. I know, but it, it, I, I just – yeah, but historically that, that hasn't been a, a, a good program. So I, I wouldn't they, – they're good for right now. Um, meeting Mizzou, but um, I know, but yeah, but LSU, the LSU, LSU, the Alabama's, um, you know, eventually Texas, Texas is coming over there, I think next year or two years, I should say. Um, it, it's going to be a problem, but yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> think they can, anything, anybody that's cream with the crop <laughs> and, uh, and packed up, whatever, like it, it, it'd, it'd be, it, it'd be spooky season, and I'm not just saying that because it's Halloween, but it'd be, it'd be real scary. <laughs> Mac Jones was benched for the second consecutive game. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about him. Uh, but again, the, the Patriots, the Patriots inability to run the ball, I think is, is the, is still the biggest story for me. I mean, you have a guy like Ramondre Stevenson that carried the ball eight times for 24 yards. Mm-hmm. He's yep. rushed. I mean, he he's rushed the ball for 188 yards in five games. Mm. And it's like you know, I I brought up the LSU Mizzou thing because I, I I was I, I was talking to people who obviously are not Patriot fans that and uh and they said you know Mike what happened? I have no idea what happened. I mean, I think we can all we can finally say that uh, this that this is it. Like this is how it is going to end. And you know, Bobby and DK talked about it last week on the Power Ranking Show. Like you know, they they wanted to give a shit for it. But it it's almost too too sorry to give a shit for. I mean, yeah. this fall is so ridiculous. Uh, people are saying, well, maybe you should tank to get Caleb Williams. I just want to remind people the Patriots are fucking trying right now, and they can't win a game. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, so right. The first question I have for you: Has Bill Belichick lost this locker room? So it, it seems like it, honestly. Um, and you know, I I, I want to bring up an old old school coach that I'm, I'm sure that Bill is uh, enamored with because of his love for the the game, and that's Tom Landry, right? So Tom Landry was with Dallas for 29 seasons, I believe. And you know, obviously, you know, one was Starbuck, you know, Drew Pearson, Tony Dorsett, Hollywood Henderson, um, you know. You you name it. They they had a squad in the seventies. You know you know Danny White comes there in the in the um in the eighties. They do some they do some more stuff there. But as as he's on the way out, they, you know their their record was was terrible, right? And I just feel like for every great coach, same thing with Shula, right? Shula the one that Bill's chasing. Even when you know Shula got into the mid nineties, you know he coached for twenty three years in, in in um in Miami. It never ends well, right? So that's that's where we are, and 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 that and that's okay, right? Once again, I I was done in 2020, you know, but I was told by you and um, other participants of the show that that was too premature. <laughs> um, but I'm just like, yo, like you can see, like once again, we have seen what Bill is without the greatest quarterback of all time, and you know, shout out, I forget what national show I seen it on, but you know, I, I'll credit them and their researchers for bringing this stat up. <clears throat> Excuse me. Bill Belichick is now 72 and 79 um, without Thomas Edward Patrick Brady, the third. And that's a very telling stat. So that's a, that's a very big sample size. <laughs> you know, so that's 151 games, right. Of seeing you without the greatest quarterback of all time. And, you know, you're, you're, you're pretty, you're pretty on par. You're pretty mediocre. And once again, there's a lot of coaches that are mediocre. Right. And once again, you know, 
at, at he maybe he just becomes the best defensive coordinator of all time. Um, if if he doesn't if he doesn't get Brady in in that in for those twenty years, so um, but to answer the question about losing the room, yeah, I, I do think that's that's where it's at, and it's mainly because I think just the game passing him by. You know, we we made the point a few weeks ago about about Popovich and uh and, and San Antonio for an NBA. What has he done without Duncan? They've been very mediocre, not poor. Now, granted, <laughs> the guy that got in the draft this year, that one by Yama kid, and who knows? Maybe we get out one by Yama next year. Who knows? But um, he he just he just gave Pop another four, few more years. So can we get a Wimbayama here so that we can? <laughs> and I just want to build a coach. Right. But like I said, right right now, yeah, right now to answer your question, yes, he he definitely lost the room, and and it's matriculating through the rest of the organization, unfortunately. Yeah, we're seeing reports coming out from you know all the all the beat writers saying that the that the offense is going to look, uh, you know, very different, and it's going to be it's going to be a reset. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're if you're craft right now. And we, we've we've ta- we've talked a little bit about this before, but do you do you take the step now at this point in the season to say, Bill, like you are relieved of your general manager duties? Do you think you'd do it, and is it worth doing? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Only reason why it may not be worth doing it now is just one, it won't matter who they bring in at this moment. Like they're not going to turn it around. Um, like unless you brought in Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> um, so like that, that's not that's that's not happening, obviously. Well, um, and just maybe maybe just in the sense of you get a general manager in here that will actually trade whatever assets or, or players that people around the league deem as assets for picks. So, in in a words of Debo from my from one of my favorite movies, Friday. <laughs> Well, he he said what he said what chain, but in this case, what 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 assets? <laughs> what assets? Like, like, are you are you kidding me? Like anybody that anybody that would have been deemed worth trading, basically, it looks like trash right now. Whether it's Kendrick Bourne, whether it's Ramondre Stevenson, uh, whether it's Hunter Henry, um, and I I I almost you know I I gawked at this, but. Maybe Duggar. I, and I, I, I listen. I, Craig, I'm sorry. Don't that don't edit this part out. Because I said, you know, you and I are the leaders of the Kyle Duggar, uh, you know, fan club. But I'm just like, maybe you look to move on. Maybe you move Uche. I don't know. But I, to me, I mean, Bill never has problems with moving off of players in general. So I'm just, I don't know why it would be any different now. Um, once again, you're not in position to do anything. And what's crazy, this injury is happening all over. So if you, if, I mean, granted, you you can't, I mean, you can't predict that. Obviously, if someone someone is going to get hurt at some point, but it's just like, damn. You would think if if you had put some type of roster out there, you might at best be three and two right now. Yeah, I'm at three and two. No, I, no, absolutely. So, and I think crazy. the whole thing, the whole thing about Bill never being afraid to move away from a player a year too early. He always did that when he was operating from a position of strength. <clears throat> he he's right. not doing that now. He, I, I think that it has become very, very clear uh, to everyone and hopefully to those uh, at One Patriot Place that this is because of his off-season moves. It's directly – I mean, I do think that – yeah. let's just say if we, didn't, if we didn't go get Juju and we kept Jacoby Myers and somehow we were able to land – you know, we just paid DeAndre Hopkins. I think this team's three and two. If no, mm. if nothing else happens, that's it. Well, I mean, I, so that's that could be feasible. I, I don't want to. I don't want to dismiss that. Um, I've seen a lot of Jacoby Myers takes the last few few days. Um, it wasn't. It, it wasn't really on the shows, but even though I mean, I'm someone that wanted him uh, gone after the Raiders game, but um, <laughs> a lot of Patriots Twitter or X Patriot X wanted that as as well. So um, it is kind of hilarious to see the the the, the taking back of that take from from last year um, for some people on Twitter. So it, it 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 is what it is, but um yeah, I mean I do think because he was a safety blanket for Mac, then yeah, Mac would look a little bit um better. But then today, and and you you no one has lamented this point more than you. The offensive line has not been where it needs to be. 
So because of that, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's just it just it really wouldn't matter who was behind uh, center to an extent. Um, you know, not having enough time to throw, throwing off his back foot. Um, there's just a lot of things that are going left um, right now with that offense. And yeah, it starts with Bill, but some some of it has to be uh, you know fall fall on Mac too. Yeah. So I'll ask you, what do you do with Mac? Uh, you bench him. You bench him. What? Um, all right. So what? What does it say that they that they don't believe in Bailey Zappi enough to, to to bench Mac Jones for him to start a game? I think. Uh, I, I, I think it's yeah. Go ahead. If they had a backup that they that they thought was actually serviceable and could win a game, Mac wouldn't be starting. Yeah, but what 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 are we doing though? You're putting him out there. He's he's progressively getting worse. I I now I can see if he had back to back. And we talked about this, you know, certain numbers, right? It wasn't like he came up there, you know, 25 or 33, 285, two touchdowns and a pick. Then I'm like, oh, no, that's decent enough numbers. He can, he can stay. That's not even happening. He's not even touching 200. It, it's, it's, it's pathetic. You know, it, it looks like me on NFL Blitz. Shout out to those who remember that game. Um, it's, 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 not, it's, not, it's not a control. So I just, to me, why why not? So whether it's Will Greer, whether it's Millie Cunningham, um, I almost think they're scared to put Malik Cunningham in there because it's just like, you know, I feel like, you know, he, he is someone that wowed um, in, in the preseason when he did play to, to in, that, in that small sample. But, you know, he does fit the modern-day quarterback, even though he was undrafted. And, you know, the worst-case scenario, well, at least for me as a fan right now that wants him to, uh, to continue to lose, is for Malik Cunningham to gain some type of confidence <laughs> and him he actually make the offense look reasonable. Because if he does, now we can't I mean, go get the guy that – we can't get the guy that I want. And it's actually not Caleb Williams. We'll, we'll talk about that later on. But um, I, I've been watching tape all day on a guy that um, is definitely well-known. Um, but where we are right now draft-wise, um, he'd be there. So um, I'm, I'm just like I, I'm all in on this particular guy that I'm, I'll, we'll talk about later on. <laughs> As a, as as good as Malik Cunningham could be, and as maybe as a shot as big of a shot of the arm or in the arm as he could be, mm-hmm. the offensive line still can't block, and the, yeah. the receivers still can't separate. <laughs> yeah, so, that, that's true. That's true. I mean, true. I mean, you know, maybe Bill doesn't want to ruin another quarterback. Maybe because listen, I think I, I do think Mac is ruined for sure, uh, and yeah. uh, you know. Uh, DK mentioned this on the show with Bobby last week about how in our chat he was saying, you know, Mac Jones isn't good and I would defend him. You know what? DK is right too. I think, and it's, it's easy for me to say like, well, what if you put all this around him? Listen, they didn't. So in his current form, Mac Jones is a bottom of the, uh, of, of the league quarterback. He's a, he's a bottom third. And whether that's fully on him or not, at some point in time, you need to accept the situation that you're in and 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 make it better. And he isn't doing that. He so I think that they ruined him. I think that I I also think that they fucking ruined Bailey Zappi. Because if they believed in him, they'd put him in there. Yeah, I mean that no, I mean that that's that's valid. I just think to me, I'm I'm at a what do you have to lose? Um, like that's what my mindset is. What do you have to lose? Two young um, quarterbacks. Yeah, but my thing is neither one we we it's been shown that neither one of them are the guys. Now what's crazy, and as you know, we joked about it last year, but it was true. The most Gillette Stadium felt alive last year was when Billy Zappi came in against Chicago. Yes, they, they ended up losing that game uh by double digits, but when he came in there and got that ball down to Devontae Parker and they and they scored on two touchdowns in a row, that, that crowd became unglued. Like yep. and I I I outside of the Dallas game a couple of years ago for Mac I have never seen that crowd like that and and since Tom Brady left so I don't know I just maybe I just felt like maybe if you kept simplifying it um once again when you throw for sixty two touchdowns in a season I don't care what level you're on um that's hard to do uh, and I'm talking about Bailey Zappi so um I do think once again if you simplify the form where it's it's a lot of checkdowns it's a lot of you know. Uh, dig routes, some seam routes. Yeah, I do think he, he can get it. But if that's the case, why do you even draft him in the fourth round? But if, right. if that's the case. There, there was other guys you could have drafted in, in, in that in that in that spot that um you know could could have could have uh, panned out potentially. But yeah, um I don't know. But there there's we're we're way past the 
being concerned if you know we're rumoring two quarterbacks. That narrative is there. That narrative is 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 unfolding to be true, uh, right in front of our very eyes. So, my thing is, get get the feelings out the door, and you know, my thing is, you just continue to to lose because once again, um, you know, depending on what happens after Sunday, um, they could very well be one and seven, one and eight going into November, <laughs> and um, I'm I'm like. A few weeks ago, I'd have been like, I'd have been upset about that. Right now, I'm like, let's 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 go, like let, let's keep let's keep it going, keep the train rolling, because that 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 means there has to be there has to be a change at at season's end. There has to be if, if they if they don't if they go three or fourteen or or less than that, they have they have to make changes there, and it starts with Bill. Um, you you can even let go of you can even let go of um O'Brien so like, I know you know we'll get into that too but you can you can let go of anybody you want to let go of because there's not anybody I don't want any residual impact for for next right. year that's the case yeah. we're going fifteen twelve for so that's where I'm at you know I I thousand percent agree like if you're gonna make the uh the big move at the end of the season and move on from Bill uh as 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 head coach I want nobody that's been here coaching under Bill to be here next year. I want a complete and utter restart because this, this thing that they're doing right now, isn't, it isn't working. Uh, and, and you can see it, it started declining in 2019. Now, Josh, and, you know, we saw Josh Brady. Josh was able to, you know, we, you know, we used to call him jet sweet Josh on the, here on the program. We'll talk a little bit more about him, but yep. he had, he had to incorporate a trick play every single, every single game from 2019 until the end of uh, 2021. Uh, just, just, just for that offense to be formidable in, in any sense. And now you see, uh, since he's left, I mean, we all know about the atrocities of last year, but now this offense is averaging 217 yards passing per game, 83 uh, uh, yards rushing per game, and is averaging 11 points per game. So how much of it, in your opinion, as of, as of right now, falls on uh, Billy O'Brien's ability uh, to, to coach and coordinate this offense that he was given? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I mean, listen, we, we, it was, it was given, you know, the Kool-Aid was given to us all of season about how it was going to look substantially better, how, you know, uh, you know, Kraft handpicked him to come back. Um, and I know there was some other reasons that it was more personal for Bill O'Brien for us, some stuff with his family. It made sense to him to return back to New England. So that, that, that part I'm not, I don't need to get into, but um, just on the field, you know, we, and, and we talked about it, right. Even here, right. It felt like, Oh, like, you know, some of the play, some of the play calling functionally looked uh, better, but you still have to have the guys to, to execute and right. not not having you know not seeing a lot of seam routes. Um, you know they don't have two tight ends that can run up and down. Once again, um, Henry's probably their best target offensively right now, but you know that that hasn't been uh, you know of, of any use in these first few weeks. Um, I don't know. I just certain guys are just not running the the offense the way that. Um, they 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 desire or, or wanted to. Um, I do think it ties back to the offensive line a lot. Um, you know, it's like one thing. Obviously, Dante Scarnecchia cannot, you know, coach forever because obviously he was getting into his eighties. Um, so to not have an adequate, you know, response to that to get a guy that can come in and coach. I don't know if it's Adrian Clem now, whoever it is, uh, being an old line coach, but. Um, I don't know. It's just there's a lot of things that, that that's going on, and I don't know if O'Brien feels hands tied. I don't. I don't know what it is, but um, he should he should get some type of the blame because once again, under Matt Patricia, they were getting eight, almost 19 points a game. Right now, it's at 13 and it's going down. Something's wrong with that picture. And, we, and I joked that you laughed. You laughed. You scoffed at my. <laughs> we owe Matt Patricia an apology, but I'm like at at this moment, <laughs> we we getting there because it's like, well, damn. How 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 could we almost average a little under twenty with Matt Patricia? As bad as that was, it was bad, and that, that it, it was real bad. 
um, to now you're 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 a preteen <laughs> with, with with Bill O'Brien, and you know, yeah, it, it's, it's it's it was it was it's it's awful. It's 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 really really awful. And I said there, there's no other way to to describe it. Um, it, it, it's very poor play on their, on their behalf, and it, it, it starts with him. <clears throat> so. So, I, like, listen, like, I, I agree, and, like, we do need to blame him for something. I just right. – I, I don't know how much blame I put on him because here, here's why I would say this. We've seen his ability to uh, to coach an offense here, Penn mm-hmm. State, Houston, Alabama. But, they were all pretty good offenses yep. before this. What the fuck is this? <laughs> what is this? I mean, I mean, do, yeah. Do you? Th- I mean, do do you think in the offseason when Kraft made the pitch to him to come back or the plea, whatever, whatever the hell it was, um, that he promised him that Bill was going to go out and get some more talent? Like, because I I find it hard it may, to believe maybe, that he would have come back for this. No, of course, well, no. As I'm saying, there, there was some other stuff I think personally why he chose to come back too. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, on 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 the for for an on field narrative about him, yeah, for sure. I I do think there was some stuff that. They sold the dream to him about, and what's the, he knows he, he he's been up here. It wasn't like he was, you know, brand new to the to the organization. He, he knows, but once again, this is not 07. This is not 08. You know, wasn't you know 2010 or uh, even even 2011. And once again, he went from uh, Brady. <laughs> you know, then he had Deshaun Watson. Um, I forget who was QB was at um at, at Penn State, but um. You know, some of his guys are now in the league. Allen Robinson was under him yep. at, at Penn State. Mike Gusecki was under him at, at, at Penn State. So he, he's producing medical talent. So it's not like and he, these are scrubs. So I I I don't I don't know. Um obviously, you know, the, the debacle with, with D Hop a few years back. Um I, I even though he's not lining it up in Tennessee, and that's that's mainly because he's playing with, with, with Ryan Tenno. Um, but I do think because <laughs> I wish we could knock out. I wish we could knock Ryan Tannehill, but we we have Mac Jones. No, right, but I'm, I'm saying, but like, I mean, but Tannehill is in that same that same ilk. Like I say, Tannehill is nothing to write home about um, either. But what what I'm saying is having someone that would have known the offense, meaning with D how well he knew Bill's off, uh, Bill O'Brien's offense, that might have that might have been a difference. He could have sat there in practice and said, "Hey, um, when you when you run this route, you know, take this angle, set this angle." Um, could it may give you more separation at, at the at the top of the route or on this comeback route, lean more to the sideline so you get that back shoulder fade. Like there's other stuff that could have been said um by D Hop in practice that, that could have helped certain receivers. That that's where my mindset is with that, not necessarily um the QB that that's that's throwing the ball to them. Um so there's, there's a lot of nuances that were missed, I think, by not yeah. having that lining. And um it's unfortunate. For for a coach that has been here as long as as <clears throat> Belichick, right? There's one thing that you know. I, I personally believe that Belichick doesn't doesn't value offensive talent. I, oh, I for sure. We we've. I, I think the fact that Brady was here, it covered that up. But I mean, I think he's been right on running backs and devaluing them since his since his get, get go here. Fine, mm-hmm. but to, the one offensive thing that we have had for twenty plus years is a slot receiver. Right. How. How do we not have a solidified slot receiver? How is that possible? I, well, it, it should it should be Pop Douglas. They 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 got the guy. They got him. He, he, he won't he, play. He, 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 he won't he won't play. But he, I mean, he also got knocked out of the game yeah. on, um, yeah. on on Sunday, unfortunately. But we see it. He gets behind the defense, and for the more, he's he's gonna if he, if he if his hands can get there, he's catching it like that. That we have seen that so far. If it's in his catch radius, it's, he's coming. He's coming down with the ball, um, like that. That's just what we're seeing. But yeah, um, not getting played a lot. Keyshawn, you know, Bouse uh, hasn't been played. I mean, I guess now he's going to have to be played now because they have so many injuries, um, at, the, at that position. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. You know, he's been he's basically been buried since that week one. Uh, so sad. But I'm like, I don't know. I just to me, um, the the mismanagement of. Uh, um, the offensive talent, whether it's not drafted correctly, whether it's not developing them, you know, correctly, really, really set this team back. And once again, we could say it's been since, you know, Tom left, but it's really been since 2018, 2017, really. Um, when you 
Yeah, I remember like them getting rid of Brandon uh, yeah. Cooks right after. And I'm just like, what are we like what are we doing? I, I mean I know he well, got I mean, laid he, out in the Super Bowl, but he, I'm he like, run, no, like he did run backwards in the Super Bowl, you know. Sure, but I'm just like <laughs> this man, this man got flatlined in the Super Bowl, put his put his body <laughs> on the line for you, and you and you give like you don't you don't give him another shot like that. That that to me was was crazy. Um, you know, I know they tried a little bit with the Josh Jordan thing. That worked for a little bit. <clears throat> Excuse me, but it, it's just like to me, if that's the case, like why are we not like keep keep bringing in them type of guys? Um, I I don't know. It just to me, it's, it's amazing to me where they just no longer want to bring in those type of guys, or even can bring in those type of guys. Um, it, it, it's it's just sad. Like at this moment, we might as well, we might as well have Cam Newton back there. Honestly, I can't can't do it. it, it at least we Much were a better. top ten rushing team. Yeah, they at were top least five, we were yeah. good at. Top at five. least we were yeah. we were good at something. Yeah, anything and really. Honest, yeah, and honestly too, what I, and I think we're missing this, and um, I we're we're missing Damian Harris. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, I know, I know, I know. People, I mean, once again, I was, I probably, I probably, I, I love Damian Harris while he was here, and I don't know what he's done really in Buffalo, but they, they don't really run the ball much there, um, but. You know, he, he was he was he was one of Kraft's guys, and I know this for a fact that he was always at the Celtic game <laughs> with Robert Kraft. So he was one of Kraft's guys. He, he definitely treated him like a son. Um, and I, he, whenever he was healthy, he was he was someone that was going to get four to five yards every time because he he was a bruiser. And him and Stevenson were a really good one-two punch. Um, and maybe that's what affected Ramondre too. We, you asked what was wrong with him. Maybe that affected him too. And he, he hasn't really been able to uh to recover. But it's like, hey, my guy, it's a business. The guys you come in with are not always the guys you're going to um, you know, to to leave with. And, you know, situations change literally on the fly. Um, but yeah, this team is Damien Damien Harris. Um, yeah, for those that want to, you know, feed the Jacoby narrative, uh Jacoby Myers narrative, sure. You want to say you miss him, sure. Um, but it, it does go back to the quarterback to an extent, because once again, with with Big Ben. Juju looked really good. Um, with uh, with Mahomes, Mahomes got him paid again. So it's just like <laughs> my thing is if if you had a decent quarterback, right? Um, I think we would see a little bit of what we saw last year from Juju, and then what we saw on Facebook. Once again, he wasn't going to get 120 receptions here, but I would we would have settled for 60 receptions. 850 yards and five touchdowns. Absolutely. Yeah. Because he's capable of that. That's what he did last year. 78 catches, 953, seven touchdowns. Like that, that would that would be that would be perfect. But once again, when you don't have that guy behind there throwing it to him, um, he looks a lot different, as most receivers do. So that's not an opinion, that's a fact. Yeah. Just to, just, just to uh, uh you know visualize for you. Uh, how bad the uh, the offense is for the Patriots and how it really is a systemic Patriots problem. Yeah. The leading receiver on the Patriots uh, uh, this year through five games is Kendrick Bourne, 18 catches for 218 yards. Surprised that much. Yeah, not great. Um, John U. Smith has 21 catches for 246 yards and Desmond fucking Ritter's throwing him the ball in Atlanta. And he's not even the number one tight end. Last year with the Patriots, he had 27 catches for 245 yards in 14 games. Hmm. It ain't him. Well, I mean, Arthur Smith had him in Tennessee before he got to New England. Um, so that makes a little bit of sense of why that number's there. Um, and once again, you were high on John Newton when he got here. I, mean, I, I remember that when we got that signing. Um, yep. it, was, it, it was it was Henry that she wasn't as high on. Um, but, you know, it, it, it flipped the... They flipped the scale once they when they, once they got it here. Henry produced a little bit more or a lot more uh, than um, than, than Janu, but um, they they just don't want to do anything with Pitts. So I mean, I I would I would want us to trade for Pitts, but I would I wouldn't want him. To, he he would be used less here than he is in Atlanta. That's crazy. Like that that's saying a lot. <laughs> that's saying a lot. Um, because I, I I would give whatever for Kyle Pitts. And once again, I'm I'm a UF guy, so I'm a little biased, but. Um, he he's 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 he is Julio Jones as a tight end position. You don't you don't find those every day. Um, so once again, if Lena's not going to use them, 
Okay, they got Drake London. They got you know John Smith. They got B. John Robinson. Okay, cool. Come come to Death Row. <laughs> you know, <laughs> come to Death Row. Death Row. That, that, that's where that, that's where that, that's where I'm at with that. But you know that that's also a pipe dream. We uh we spend a, a good amount of time uh shitting on the offense on this show, justifiably yep. so. Um, yep. it's time it's time to talk about the defense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I understand injuries. I understand all of that. As a collective unit, they're not that good. No. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. Um, you know, Pe- Peppers, uh, you know, ha- has fallen off. Um, Uche really hasn't made a name in the contract year, so <laughs> that means he's gone. Or no, actually, let me say that back. No, no, no. Gone. That means he's gonna step. Yeah. That means he's gonna step. Yeah, he'll get a he'll get a four year, you know, <laughs> you know, eighteen million dollar deal. For 11 million guaranteed. Um, you know, first reported by Adam Schefter, ESPN. Uh, next yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. year. Um, so you know, maybe yeah, so that that's that. Um, unfortunately, we haven't heard much of Keon White um since the first couple of games. Um, you know, we, we still get to see Jack Jones. Um, my Miles Bryant, you know, looks like a little giant out there. Um, you know, it's just like, you know, it's it, it, it's, it's pathetic. It's pathetic. Um, we haven't heard much about Mapu um, as well. So there, there's a lot of lot of questions, um, you know, on that defense as well. And yes, when you lose Gonzo, who was on his way to probably being defensive rookie of the year, uh, when you have a Pro Bowl caliber talent and uh, you know Matthew Judon, you know, out for you know at least seven eight weeks, um, you know, it, it changes things. And and I get that, right? So with, with that's we can add that caveat whenever we talk about this, but like you said, collectively they have not gotten the job done, and it's not really a bend don't break anymore because teams are literally just saying, "Okay, we'll throw on you know Miles Bryant, we'll throw on you know Peppers," and it's like you know you you brought back J.C. Jackson for what? For what? Like what? What like that's what I'm saying. Okay. Stuff like that. It's like you're trying to sell. You you're trying to quote unquote salvage the season, but I'm like. J.C. Jackson, once again, although he was really good here, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say he wasn't because he was, obviously. Like, he's he's not the same guy that he was before he left here a couple of years ago. And that's okay, no. but he, he wasn't saving the season. And that's what I'm saying. That It goes back to the GM point that you talked about earlier. Right. The game, literally, in every facet, special teams, offensively and defensively, um, which is weird to say defensively because to me, I, I still think that Bill Belichick is the greatest defensive mind this league has ever seen and will ever see. Yeah. I don't I don't think we'll ever see um another another mind like that defensively, but it's it's just it's 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 time. And I said, you know, but the game it never goes past the by. That's the thing though, right? Uh, your number one corner goes out. <clears throat> so now you have a need. <clears throat> Excuse me. And Belichick addressed it because it was on defense. Right. You have a need on offense, and he is unwilling to address it. He won't do it. He will not go out and, and get you a, a a good wide receiver. I mean, I can't imagine that the, that the Broncos would be asking for too much for Jerry Judy right now. Go no. get him. Go get yeah, him. Go. Right, but I'm like, but my thing is at the same time. For next me. year. Get, get him for next year. You're, right, you're, you're, sure, you're, you're sure, sure. I'm, I'm just like, yeah, I'm, Go go get him in pits for next year. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, the, yeah, I mean the Broncos are a fucking dumpster fire. The, the uh, Falcons so, are actually competing I, I, for the going to fade out soon. They, 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 listen, they they have they played. Listen, Desmond Ritter is not going to turn into what Matt Ryan became overnight. It's no, not, um, he's not even going to be where Chris Chandler was. <laughs> you know, for 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 our, for, our, for our older heads, he's not he just needs to be better than he just but, needs to be better than Marcus Mariota, dude. That's all he needs to do. Sure, just, I, just go eight. And, sure, just go but, eight and nine. Yeah. That's true. That's true. But I'm I'm like, yeah, I, I would say, but, but yeah, go get Judy sign somebody. So I mean, there you again, there's a need. Uh, address it. And Bill will do that defensively. He's done it time and time again. He knew he knew that we needed uh that we needed a corner in tw- in uh twenty was it yeah, twenty twelve. Who did he go get? Mm-hmm. He wouldn't get to, he wouldn't get Talib. Talib gets hurt. Uh and then he goes to the Broncos next year. What does he do? Well, Bill then uh decides he's gonna add Revis, Brandon Browner. I mean, he went on a run there when he signed elite defensive talent, and he got lucky with some offensive talent late, later in the drafts. You know, Gronk, Hernandez, Jules, whoever you want to mm-hmm. talk about. But he won't go out and make those midseason moves to, yeah. to get offensive talent. He yeah. hasn't never done it. He'll yeah. never do it. 
Well, that 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 2010 draft, you know, saved him a few more years. Obviously, when you get McCordy, you know, you get Aaron Hernandez, get Gronk. Um, that McCordy was, but, but McCordy was almost a bust. Remember, like he had a great rookie year, and then he didn't. Right. Then he couldn't. He couldn't play corner the next year. He could not do it. Yeah, and, and they got him moving to safety, and it turned into a 13 year career. So yeah. <laughs> um. So that, that that's fair, but I mean, I remember you know the kick returns, and you know he was a jack of all trades early on. Um, you know, so that that's what led to that. But yeah, I mean, I I don't I don't I don't know why he just won't do it. We'll see when you're seeing, and I get it. You know, he always wants to buck the trend or you know be the ultimate contrarian, and it's like, dude, like to see you're never going to be the team like Miami when they got guys like Helen Waddle, like ever. Like unless unless you match them, but once again, if we had the same talent as as them, oh yeah, Mike McDaniel's not coaching circles around Bill Belichick. We know that, right? But that's not the. It's like, dude, you're coaching. You, you you're doing mental. You're doing mental gymnastics, just to just to come up with certain game plans to not lose by forty. Right. The you goal. The like, goal. You know, the, you know, it's wow. The goal against a team like that, right, would be to to limit them to fifteen points a game. That that that's a win. You're scoring eleven. Like th- that is the. How, what else does he need to hear? Which leads you to my next my next topic of conversation first, Ray. Mm-hmm. How much? Uh, two questions. How much worse do you think it will get this year? And uh, do you think GM Bill Belichick will survive a five to six win season? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So I, I'm I'm looking for it to get much worse. I'm I'm hoping it gets much worse. I'm I'm hoping they get blown out to because once again, we we'll get into our predictions about uh the, the Raiders game. We we know they're not beating Miami or um or or my my three five I was coming at Miami. They're, they're not they're not beating Miami or Buffalo week seven and week eight. That that's not happening. Like, no. like, and once again, as, as you and I always say, as as the rest, uh, two two thirds of the wrestling aficionados on the show, that's not a prediction. <laughs> it's a spoiler, baby. Sure is. Like, they're gonna get blown the fucking building. So, um, I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, to to, to see that happen. Um, uh, but yeah. So I'm, I'm expecting, I'm expecting and hoping for it to get worse. Uh, but to to short answer to your next question, no, I don't. I don't think that he survives that, and he shouldn't. Right. Um, you shouldn't be able to go five and twelve. Once again, how many how many coaches go five and twelve and keep their job next year? That's not a part of. I, that's I, not, that's, I, I said GM. I, I said GM Bill because I don't. I don't think. I I don't think they're going to fire Bill, Bill as a coach. I don't. Well, I mean, listen, okay. I put it like this, and I, I know, and I'm I'm changing a little bit of what you just said, but say say, and they only win two more games the rest of the year, right? And they go three or fourteen. Um, they only put they only put the Jets one more time. How's that possible? Because <laughs> th- there'll be a bullshit game that they they figure it out and they win. That's just that's that's just that's just how it is. Um, it's always been like that up here, regardless, good or bad. <laughs> um, they always win the game they shouldn't win. Um, and it, it'll probably be just against like the Chargers, Steelers. It'll be one of those teams they'll be and be like, oh, how, how, you know, how did they win this game? Well, I mean, I mean, they <laughs> should they should they should beat the Steelers. Should they though? I mean, they should always they? have. They always I mean, have. We'll, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll be here talking about, it, but should they? Um, it's just like you know, once again, they haven't. But even though we've been, and when it, when it hasn't mattered, but like this time around, I'm hoping Kenny Pickett and them go fucking bananas on us when they, when they play later <laughs> on in the year. Um, but no, the, the GM side, as you said, no, it, it shouldn't last that. Because once again, could can you still coach up a great game plan? We've seen it. Yes, that's possible. Um, you could. Your groceries that you were shot for are expired. You know that commercial? Expired, expired, <laughs> expired. Like that. That's basically what was like. Round one expired. Round four expired. Round seven expired. Undrafted expired. Like that. That's where 
<laughs> like that's basically where that's one of my favorite commercials. I I, I, I love that commercial. But it's, uh, it's just like that's basically what is going on. So yeah, if if they don't win more than you know three or four more games for in this regular season, and no no talent they drafted the last few years develops. Um, but yeah, this should be a real honestly the conversation the conversation should be had probably at the end of this month, right? So if they when they're when they're one and seven by the end of this month or one and eight, whatever it be, um I I I would sit down with Bill and say, Hey, um getting getting Shula is so important to me or to us as an organization for you, because we want that for you, we want that we want that to be here. However, um we do want to move in a different direction when it comes to picking the talent so that you get the three forty seven quicker. Um, because right now what we've been picking, what we've been choosing, um, hasn't benefited us the way that it used to in the past. Um, so let's get somebody in here that's like-minded, um, or not like-minded. Let me say that. No, back. So like, no, 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 no. Like, fuck like, that. Like, like, like-minded means that we someone from Appalachian State and and, and, and pick five. <clears throat> so we don't want that. But let's get somebody in here that's younger. Get somebody here that you know understands the current trends of the NFL uh, wholeheartedly, um, and not waste fucking picks on. Uh, special teams guys and special team aces and, and gunners. Um, let's 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 do that. Have a meeting of the minds. Uh, it's funny because the guy that could have been that is now down in Houston. But you know that's a whole another, you know that's a whole another story for the day. You know because he, he was doing it. He, he's doing a hell of a job down in Houston. He, he took he took your formula and he brought it down to Houston. He got he got the good head coach of Jamaica Ryan's. You got the quarterback of CJ Stroud. You got the running back of Damian Pierce. Shout out to them Gators. You got you got Tank Dell. You got Nico Collins. J- just yeah. saying. <laughs> just saying. But you know, and 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 every in all five games so far, even though they're two and three, they've been in every single game. Yep. Crazy. Which leads us to this Sunday at 435 or 425. Sorry, the Patriots square off against the Las Vegas Raiders. Our old friends, Josh McDaniels, Jacoby Myers. So, Ray, realistically, what do you, oh, is that a Raiders jersey? Raiders. Raiders. Oh, so you, you've completely, yeah, you've completely, I'm going full Jim Murray mode, baby. Full Jim Murray mode. <laughs> so, re- realistically, what do you expect from the Patriots this Sunday? Realistically, uh, <laughs> I, I expect us to get a field goal early on and go 3 0. You know they'll they'll rave about how that's the first lead that we've had um, since like we three. That's just game. <laughs> and then, yeah, yes, yeah, it's just yes, yeah, it's just game. And then um, you know Jimmy G will show us why he, he should stay here. And you know he'll he'll go nineteen to twenty eight for two fifty, two touchdowns, one pick, um, and the Raiders will win twenty four to ten. Do you think we're gonna score ten? Yeah, because I mean, I mean, they, I mean, the Raiders are the Raiders. Like, they're gonna have a moment where they they, they fuck up, but yeah, tw- oh, that twenty four ten easily, easily. Once again, come listen to me, Mike. Listen to me, buddy. Get up, okay. <laughs> people, people think I'm like, listen. You're not gonna hear. Sometimes you're gonna hear rational takes on this show, and I want to be clear to those that listen to this. I we've been me and Mike have been spot on about this shit all year, all year. So you 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 hear the influx of our voice. You hear the animation. You hear the. You think there was trolling, and yeah, some of it. I wish I wish we could say we were trolling, but we're not. And once again, because we 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 know what we see, we know what we're talking about. Like <laughs> they're going to get the ass with again on Sunday. <laughs> like it's not. It was again. It's not a. You may, we turn that to a threat too, uh, Craig. Well, no, that's copyright. But it's not a prediction, baby. <laughs> it, it's a it's a spoiler. It's it's a fact of life, baby. It's it's going to happen. I mean, I they, yeah, you know. it's, it's a wrap. It's, I just it's, hope it's, that... in, it's in Vegas too, right? Is it in Vegas? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean you can you, you can just roll Mark Henry's old music. Like someone go go get their ass kicked. Right, it, like, it, that's it, that's that exactly. is about to happen. Yeah. Welcome to the Hall now, of Pain, baby. Yeah, exactly. Now we we know we, we because again, we still have like we're we're I would say we're biased and, and now we're we're biased against the Patriots, right? But that's just based on what we've seen. <laughs> I, I do think that Bill will shut down Devontae Adams. I think that that's going to happen. And I I do think that Jacoby Myers will catch 11 balls for 130 yards, and he'll score two of those touchdowns. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. A- absolutely. And for 
I and and for Jacoby, Jacoby might I hope that happens for him. I hope that he gets all of that. I gotta tell you though, uh, I think uh I think twenty four ten is that's that's too low. I I think Josh is gonna drop forty on us. And I think Max Crosby oh, might that, kill might might kill one of our quarterbacks. <laughs> whoever whoever plays, hey, I think he's gonna kill him. Hey, and and that's the case, beautiful. And it could that leads to what I wanted to talk about because we, we didn't get to before the prediction. Um, I've been watching tape on Drake May. Uh, for those who don't know who Drake May is, Drake May is the quarterback at North Carolina. Um, he, he succeeded Sam Howell, who's now uh, with the Washington Commanders. Let me tell you, <laughs> um, I know people are gawking and going crazy and all googly-eyed over Caleb Williams. You should be, because <laughs> that man that man is special. But this kid in North Carolina, 6'5", 225. You know, remember, I remember another guy that was also 6'5", 225. But this guy can run. This guy can run. His arm is unbelievable. He makes every throw you can think of. And if he's there in the top five, I'm telling you <laughs> that that guy should be in this uniform next year. He, there's not a throw he can make. He he he, he doesn't he doesn't make too many turnovers, which is that that's a that's a staple up here. Um, he knows how he knows how to run and gets down. Um, you know, throws a seam route perfectly. Throws a three ball perfectly. I'm I'm all in on Drake May. Um, there's other guys, there's Michael Penis in Washington in Washington. Um, there's other quarterbacks that may come in. Obviously, you know, Deion Sun Shador, um, who, who I like as well. But I'm I'm telling y'all, Drake May, he's 6'5, 225. Um, he also wears number 10, ironically. <laughs> um, that kid that kid is special. And I feel like, you know, you should hear next year with the third pick in the in the 2024 NFL draft. The New England Patriots select Drake May, quarterback out of North Carolina, and I, I, I trust, I promise you, there'll be better days ahead if, if they, if they get a guy like that. Promise you, he, he looks like Justin Herbert, um, Aaron Rodgers mix type, type, type guy with the athleticism, um, makes throws on a run. I just, to me, there's, there's nothing he can't do, and I, to me, you, you go get a guy like that um, if he's there. And the problem next is, year, is my lives are perfect. Because of the uh, of the NIL money, he's probably already making two and a half, three million dollars a year right now, and Ooh, and, right. and the page and the Patriots won't pay him that. <laughs> so, I mean, well, so, you 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 have, you have to pay a certain amount of top five anyway, so it's not like they they couldn't um they couldn't completely lowball like that anyway. They they would have to pay that. Um, I mean, just to be clear, uh, Caleb Williams already said that he uh, he's we didn't say this, but people are speculating that unless he goes to, I think it's the uh, the Cowboys. Uh, the Cowboys, the Niners, or a couple of other teams, which like he he's just gonna stay. He's just gonna stay in front of the year because he's already making more money. Wait, but but that's also that. I I get the premise, and once again, dude, as, as good as he is, bro, you're, you're not Marino, you're not you're not Elway, um, you're not Bo Jackson, you're not Deion, you're, you're not those. Come come on, let's 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 pump the bread. And I get it. Shout out to you for already getting money. He's a, he's, a, he's a hell of a player. Everything I said about Drake May, Caleb Williams is all of that and probably a little bit more. Um, but it's like, bro, like you, for one, I don't know. I'm not sure why you would want to go uh, to, to Dallas right now that that's the case. Um, but I, I, San Francisco, I can see that. That would be pretty dope. Um, and he's, not gonna, play, he's, you know, he's not going to fall. Yeah, he's not going to get there. There's right, that's what I'm saying. So I'm just like, that's, that's not happening. So, um, and once again, Joe Burrow probably didn't want to go to Cincinnati, but look what's happened. So I just like my thing is don't don't run out of certain situations you think it's going to be necessarily bad. Um, he's way better than Kyler Murray. So you, you, if he does go to Arizona, you'd be just fine, bro. Like, or if you go to Chicago, um, and you and you replace Fields because they end up trading Fields, um, then then so be it. Unless Fields continues to play the way he's played the last couple of weeks, but um, I, I'm I'm telling you, you I will say you heard it here first. The other guy that talked about Drake May. But I'm telling you, Drake May um, is going to be as good as any other quarterback that comes on that draft next year. He has the size, he has the athleticism, and most importantly, he can make every throw. Um, no, no back foot, no back foot throwing off the back foot. No, he he on the run. He's probably as more. He's probably just as accurate on the run as he is in the pocket. That's huge. Like I don't know. I just, I just to me. I'm 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 sold on 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 him. Um, 
Like I said, I, I, like I said, Caleb Williams is a pipe dream. That's not happening. But Drake Drake May is, is possible. Michael Penis is also possible, but Drake May is 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 the guy in my opinion. So I have the Patriots losing this uh, this Sunday, uh, forty two to thirteen. By the way, nice, nice. It's the Raiders. Nice. Uh, before before we wrap up, just re- re- real quick, <laughs> can you remember in all the times that you've been watching the, the that you've been watching uh, the Patriots, where they have not been good at anything? Anything? No, no, nope. Because you, you usually even like even in twenty twenty, right? They were excellent at running the ball. Yeah. Cam, Damian Harris, um, you know, Sony Michelle, like they, they they were really good at running the football. So um, you know, and even the line was somewhat decent in 2020. Even I know there was no, you know, fans in the in the in the in the stands, but you know, at the same time, you still got a block. <laughs> and, you know, so they, they were really good um at, at that for for 2020. Um, yeah, but no, it, it, it's it's a shame that there's literally all three facets of the game. They're that's up that's up hard. And um I I don't know what the what the the remedy is. Uh, you know, we've talked about what the remedy could be, um, but I won't believe it until we get that, you know, that notification on ESPN or from MSC Twelve Boston saying that um after twenty three years, twenty four years, uh the only pictures have moved on from Belichick in that in that particular role. Um, or you know, they fire some other people. Um, but yeah, something's got to give. And once again, I, I hope with every fiber of my being, uh, that your prediction comes true either way they're going to lose. But I, I hope, I hope that it's another blowout. Um, and I actually, I, actually, matter of fact, I, I, let me, let me take that back. I, I hope so that what, so the last two games, it's been 72 to three. Yeah. You wanted to drop so, 70 on us. Why not? Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's, I mean, my, my thing is, I'm, not, I'm, I'm saying, let's. You said you said forty, so that would be what one twelve. One, why not get it one twelve to three? Why not? It means you don't, means you don't score again. What one twelve to three? Um, and you just you just go from there. And then I said you get Buffalo, <laughs> and then you get Miami. Oh. And then, and then, I mean, shit, but Buffalo gonna put fifty maybe, and then my, oh, Miami. Yeah. We, we, have, we have seen them put seven. Well, actually, no, it, it, is, it is down there. Even with Brady, we didn't always win down there. So I know for sure, you know, guys are going to come down there. And once again, someone who lived in, uh, lived in Miami, they're going to come down there. They're going to chill on Ocean Drive. They're going to go to Prime 112. They're going to go to, to the Versace Mansion. Um, they're going to go chill in Coral Gables down in Kendall. You know, even maybe a little bit, get a little food on Doral. You name it. Because um, they're going to show them a good time out there. Because that's what people do out there. And they're going to come into Hard Rock Stadium. What do you see when you're a pro player? They're going to come into Hard Rock Stadium. Um, and you're going to hear, thank you, Miami Dolphins fans, for coming to the game. <laughs> Your final score, <laughs> the Miami Dolphins, 56. <laughs> New England Patriots, 7. <laughs> Thanks for being the best 12th man in the league. <laughs> and until next time, <laughs> Miami Dolphins, number one. <laughs> oh, God, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. I wanted to go down there, too, for that game, too, but – um, I didn't get the tickets, but I'm, I should have. I, I might have made it go down to see history. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is oh god, so for the, bad. For the, for the next twelve weeks, we're going to be asking this this question. Craft, uh, where are you? Where yeah. are you? And what? And what? And, and what are you doing? Yep, and, grow, grow a pair, grow a pair, brother Craft. So. And in, until next week, for Rayshawn Buchanan. <laughs> This is Michael Marcangelo saying enjoy the Patriots game this Sunday. We'll talk to you next week. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An Electric Cast production. See you there.
Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Electric acid. Electric acid. 